Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us and discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Hello, listener friends. This is your host, Sarah Grandinetti. This week, we have a special treat for you, kind of like a Christmas treat. During the month of December, I interviewed some of my favorite potent facilitator friends from Access Consciousness with my friend, Being You Certified Facilitator, Paula Peralta. The creation was called Misfit Merriman. All proceeds went to Actions for Futures. One of those interviews was with Shannon O'Hara, daughter of Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, and someone I admire. This interview received such rave reviews, we chose to post it here on the podcast as our holiday gift for you. So whether you are listening to this while finishing up your gift wrapping or you're hearing it in the future, please know that you are a gift all year long. We are your hosts, Sarah Grandinetti, Paula Peralta, and we are joined by the beautiful, the wonderful, the brilliant Shannon O'Hara. I'm really excited. Hi, Shannon. Thank you, guys. Shannon, why don't you tell everybody where, you, where you're at right now? So I'm at the Grand Canyon. I'm at the Grand Canyon National Park. So as soon as I'm done with you guys here, I'll be out in the canyon for the rest of the day. But yeah, it's like legit right there. I'm really excited to have you on, Shannon. Like I already said, we're talking all about misfits and all the silliness and craziness and insanity that comes up for people around the holidays. Right. Um, so should we start off? Would you be willing? Tell us a little bit about what being a misfit means to you. Oh, wow. I mean, I think it, it it is as I stated it before we started recording, like before we went live, I said to you guys, I was like, I hope it's okay. I don't have any Christmas recipes or traditions to share. I hope this still works because when, when Sarah invited me, I was like, this sounds like fun. And I just said, yes, based on that. And then I was like, but Christmas, like, I mean, I've literally spent Christmas in Indonesia the last three years to sort of get away from Christmas. Cause that's like, that's definitely a place that you, if you don't want to pay attention to Christmas, they're not going to, they're not going to bring it up. Um, <laughs> so, and I, but this year, I mean, this year for Christmas, my husband and I are going to be doing hotel quarantine in Sydney, Australia, because, and I was like, he was like, when do you want to do quarantine? I was like, how about over Christmas so we can avoid it altogether? So I'm sort of that Scrooge that's sort of like, let's see if we can avoid Christmas and just get through this. So one of the things that I noticed, I we were living in Australia for a five years, six years-ish. And every year at Christmas, like the whole country shuts down. And it shuts down for like three weeks, which sounds kind of nice and quaint. So you can like sort of do nothing or spend time with your family or go to the beach. But I never enjoyed it. I was always like, can't we keep creating? Like, let's keep, like, like, I like to keep creating. And I noticed that a lot of the time, Christmas tends to be this place where people sort of check out. Or it's an excuse rather than a place to truly celebrate, which let's face it, most of us aren't particularly good at celebrating our lives. So yeah, I, I, I feel like I've always been a Christmas Scrooge a little bit. It's, 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 yeah. I guess that's what's a misfit about me. Yeah, for sure. I would love to talk about how people don't celebrate their lives. Like I, I know and like, a lot of people on here. <laughs> We could put a pin in that because there are a lot of people on here who've never done any access. They don't know who any of our faces are whatsoever. And so I really love reading the bios. So if that's okay, we'll do it out of order in misfit fashion. So oh. 
<laughs> Shannon my power. is an internationally renowned awareness leader, access consciousness facilitator, and author. She has been an access consciousness certified facilitator for over 18 years and travels the world changing people's lives. Raised in Santa Barbara, California by Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness, she has a unique opportunity. She has had a unique opportunity to learn, develop, and grow with Access since the beginning. She started Talk to the Entities in her 20s, assisting many in changing their fear, discomfort, and inability with the spirit world and assisting to create a connection that so many need. She loves to empower people to know what they know and to open up to all the magic and energy we all have available to us. So this concept of how people uh, don't usually celebrate their lives and take a, take a few weeks off and then they get to actually escape their life. Can you talk about creating a life that you actually do not want to escape from? Well, I've, I've always been uh, weird because I used to, even as a kid, I'd be like, why are we doing this? Like, every, I, don't get me wrong. I love getting presents. Like, that's a really big thing in America. We give a lot of presents. Like, my mom was really into, like, having tons of presents under the Christmas tree. And I was pumped on that. But as I got older, I was sort of like, this feels, I, the, the magic, I lost the magic of Christmas as I got older. And I started questioning, like, why are we doing this? Like, and especially when I was a young adult, when it was time for sort of me to start creating my own traditions. And, and even to this day, I have a slight judgment of myself for never having my own Christmas tree. Like, I've never had my own Christmas tree as an adult. And I, th I still think every year I'm like, oh, I should. And then I'm like, yeah, but I don't really want to. And I'm like, why do I think I should do that? Oh, because everybody else is doing it. Um, and so I really questioned, like, why are we doing Christmas? And then I discovered how what's actually going on is it's, it's actually the return of the sun, right? We call it Christ mass, like, but it really means that the sun's going to come back tomorrow because we're now coming out of the darkest, shortest day of the year and into the return of the sun in the Northern hemisphere where we are now starting to celebrate that it's gonna get warm again. Um, and so I was like, oh, this is actually an earth connection celebration. I thought how funny that most of us do it completely with no connection to the earth or the solar or astral cycles. I was like, oh, okay, I can get behind that this, is a, that this is a solar cycle, that this is an astral cycle. That to me, I was able to connect with that so much more than buying presents just for buying presents and the financial strain, stress and hysteria that goes into Christmas. I was talking to my sister yesterday, who's like this incredible gift buyer. She was like, what should I get Finn and Estelle for Christmas? And then she like actually went and found gifts that the, the both of Finn and Estelle are my stepchildren or my stepchildren. So we're doing, you know, what do we do for Christmas this year? And she's like, what should I get for Finn and Estelle? And I was like, well, Finn's really into camo. So then she comes back a day later with all these super cool camouflage like things and and I was like, wow, that's that's beautiful. Like those gifts are actually going to expand these two children's lives. And then I was like, well, what should I get them? And it's like, what should I do? Which then I start getting really stressed out about, I have to find the right thing and I've got to do it in the right amount of time. And I've got to make sure that it's like, what are they like? And I don't want to, want to get them garbage. I actually want to, which to me, it doesn't feel like a celebration of the fact that we can have all these amazing things in our life. It feels like this expectation. And I hate that Christmas becomes an expectation rather than a celebration of possibility and a celebration of the planet and the fact that we're on this planet that is so small in the magnitude of the universe. And if we looked outside of our cultural concepts of holidays and started recognizing that there's something bigger that's going on 
does that change the way that we live our lives? Yeah, so it's that sort of big, big, weird, profound conversation that Christmas is for me. But it's really cool. It's thank you for that because it's like it is so clear that the insanity comes from that like laser beaming, that like narrowing down into the like it's about yeah. finding the perfect present, the like perfect tree, all of those things. And it's like when you actually what you've just invited us to is like kind of opening up the conversation a lot bigger to be like, okay, let's actually talk about what's happening around the end of you know the year. And and even like even if you were to take that and like tap into the earth and then go and be like, okay, cool. So I'm buying a present for Sarah. I'm buying a present for Shannon. Like it, there's just so much more space and like that sense of celebration. So thanks for that. That's, I love it. <laughs> I looked at, I've actually been looking a lot this year at what I actually wanted, like what can Christmas be used for this year? Um, and I'm, and I use the word use sort of intentionally because it is a time where people think different it becomes like a really different and so i was like okay so what's actually the priority oh the gift okay so like what is truly the gift for me personally for you personally but even bigger than that like what's really the gift that this christmas that this holiday can be um i even saw a really cool thing there's um this there's this documentary called 2040 that this is a complete aside that's about the year 2040 and this guy's like this incredible documentary maker and it's really like a movement for these really cool things that can be instituted today that will change sort of like the environment of the planet um in 20 years but they did this cool thing on their instagram account where they were posting like ideas for this like what can actually be celebrated this christmas and like just ideas that are outside the normal box of what we tend to think about how we tend to think about gifting to people and it was like be kind it, one of them was actually like be kind to somebody like with no expectations and and uh, wow like what a generous gift that has such a different connotation mm. Shannon, will you the the be kind shows like shows us almost the um, opposite of like being judgy. <laughs> so, will you talk about like the toxicity of judgment and actually how that relates to our planet? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to put it in this context. I go into judgment about myself not being a good gift giver to my nephews and to my family and to my stepchildren because like, and I actually judge. I'm like, oh no, I'm not. I haven't. I haven't put enough time into this. I haven't put enough like priority on top of this. I must be bad. I mean, it's even that, and I don't really consciously, this is, and like, logically, I know I'm not. Logically, I know I love them and it's not about the gift, but still there's that energy there. There's that little judgment of like, I'm not being a good auntie. I'm not being a good stepmom. Like I'm not being a good sister. Like if I really cared, I would make this special for them. So I have this judgment of me that actually prevents me from being the gift that I can be for them that might not have anything to do with the timing of the right gift, but might have everything to do with what I be that contributes to their life and their living. And so that judgment erodes my ability to access that the pleasure that, that, that my being can be. And so it becomes this very skewed thing where I no longer believe I'm a gift. And as soon as I'm no longer a gift, I'm really not contributing to anybody. I'm just being judgmental. <laughs> um, so one of 
one of the things that I read, I don't know how many ever months ago when um, Beings of Light came out is you you gave a really cool analogy about um, like no judgment and the gifting and receiving, which contribution. Um, right. Between like the, you, 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 I'm, I might mess it up, but you talked about the analogy of how like the sun doesn't shine on the earth and then send them a bill at the end of the month and say, listen, sister, like pay up. This is what you owe me for that energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what can we learn from the earth about true gifting and being really? Like you talked about yeah. being. What's that's what a is huge. This is a much bigger conversation than I thought we were going to get into. Oh, no, this is like huge. I'm like, wow. Okay. So welcome to the deep end, everybody. If you've never heard about receiving or gifting before, hold your breath. We're going deep. Um, it's, you know, the, we use the word gift. And I think Christmas, obviously, we talk about giving gifts. And there's this phenomenon, there's this physics of consciousness that exists in the universe. There's actually, it's actually not even, you don't even need to call it consciousness. It's actually physics where the source, the, the sun is a source of energy. We all know that. And that energy contributes to growing the plants um, and making life on earth even possible. And so if you look and so basically, if you're talking about gifting and receiving, the sun is gifting. It is being this energy and it does not, it, as soon as you go into expectation of something in return, then it's no longer a gift, it's giving. And if you, and if you do, it's like, if I, I, I talk about receiving, like paying attention to, because most people like, so Gary, who's the founder of Access, started talking about receiving like a lot of years ago. And I was like, that sounds like a great idea. But I had like no idea what it was. I was like, I don't know, receiving. What is that actually? <clears throat> it seemed like a good idea, but I had like no idea what it was. And so I started looking around at the world and I was like, well, what is really receiving? And I started noticing that the plants, like the trees are receiving. But they're not worried that like the sun is going to send them a bill or that they're going to receive something toxic because sometimes they do like trees receive everything with without condition and i think that's a really big superpower that most of us have lost is that willingness to receive without expectation and to and when you receive you simultaneously gift so when the trees receive the energy of the sun they simultaneously gift oxygen fruit syrup etc 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 and the trees aren't like well i'm receiving the energy from the sun and now i'm going to give this gift of fruit and you better receive it this way because if you don't receive it then i'm going to stop giving it which in truth is where a lot of us function like if you don't receive this gift that i'm giving in a certain way and if you don't love it in the right way then i'm going to stop gifting because 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 and that's give and take that's the lower harmonic of gifting and receiving which unfortunately we tend to only see demonstrated in nature wouldn't it be cool if people could also be a source for that as well? That was like deep end and also very, very receivable. <laughs> thank, thank, you for, thank you for- Thank you very much. Painting it that way. Um, so my, my question is, so we have receiving. Um, can you tell, can you talk a little bit about where, where we can look at where we're taking? So there's like gifting and giving and receiving and taking. So what is what is that energy? Well, so if, if I have any expectation, like if I have an expectation that my dad should give me a gift or that, you know, I need, you know, if I have any expectation that's no longer receiving, that's taking. 
if I have if I have any expectation of how my gift is received, that's no longer gifting, that's giving. And that's this whole trip, like where we put this date, there's this date in the year that you're supposed to give more than other dates in the year, which is when you when you take it out of, it's like, what if Christmas could actually be a place of true gifting for you? Meaning it's like, are you gifting to you when you're judging yourself? And so this is a much bigger conversation about gift and like, what kind of gift do you, what is actually valuable to you? And do we think, and do we tend to think big enough? Um, if I was truly gonna like, the greatest gift I could give myself this holiday would be a completely judgment-free day to indulge in like literally no judgment for the whole day. Have any of you guys out there indulged in having a judgment-free day or even a judgment-free 30 minutes? Does that even seem possible? And can you imagine how freeing and how different that is. So that's like what I, that's what I tend to value is not the things, but more like my ability to be me, be happy, be present, be receiving the beautiful earth and the universe. That's a very different point of view and place to function from, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Paula, if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in one more thing following up here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I remember my my first foundation was with you in Gary and Dane's house. In <gasps> oh my god, that's right, Sarah! Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. I was like 15 years old. You were so courageous. My god, I remember that. I mean, I wasn't 15, but I was like 23. I was pretty young. That was pretty amazing. That's awesome to think about that. <laughs> you inspired me so much watching you at that age. You were in the kitchen. I can't remember who was in there with you talking about what country oh, wow. to and i was like she can do that she can just talk about <laughs> move it, you know but um i remember in, like the thing that blew my mind because my mind was still my mind um <laughs> uh <laughs> is finding out that good that judging something is good is also judgment so you're yeah. talking about a judgment-free day and what I perceived in people's worlds who have decided that judgment is just bad judgment. Anytime you think something right. bad or negative about somebody. And so um, when I was like, what? If I if I judge something is good, I'm also judging. What, do you, what are you talking about, Shannon? So can you, can you share a little bit about that? Here's another huge thing. Everybody prepare yourself for this. <laughs> this is like advanced consciousness. <laughs> We're on day 11. We're on day 11. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. We primed them. So right, wrong, good, and bad are all judgments. Right, wrong, good, and bad. If you, and oftentimes what you think you have right and good limits you more because you think it's right. What you think you have wrong, you're willing to work on because you have it wrong. But neither is freeing. Good is as equally, if not more limiting judgment than bad. And that is that also really warped me, like really blew my mind when I was learning that because I was like, shit, I really need to question everything. Because I'd be like, I like that person. And I'd be like, whoa, I'm judging. I'm like, so, and I didn't even know how to relate to people without judgment. It was like, but if I don't think they're, if I don't like them, then what? <laughs> and what I discovered was that if I don't, if I don't like them or if they're not good or bad to me, if they're not right or wrong to me, 
I could actually be with the person. And it's the being that's beyond the good that's so much fuller. Because everybody is so many different things. You know, so all of us are, you know, I was complaining to my sister years ago. I was like, this person's weird and this person did that. And she was like, yeah, but we're like all weird. It was like, yeah, we are all, all of us have awesome things and all of us have less awesome things about us. And if you can, if you're willing to receive the whole person without needing to categorize and judge, like this is what's good about them and this is what I like and this is what I don't like about them. If you can go, if you can be greater than those points of view of judgment, if you can think beyond the judgment and you can have the whole person without judgment, what a bigger way to function in the world. And how many more people can we receive? And then what I see, what I see is possible is like, then you're just in choice with whoever you want to spend your time with. You don't have to, to lend yourself more to the people you've decided are good and avoid the people you said are bad. There's just, like you said, way more freedom when we're not doing the, that fun judgment thing. (laughs) I think it's also pretty profound because it allows what that has allowed me that awareness has allowed me to still create with people who I do not necessarily like, like these are not people I necessarily enjoy, but I can still change the world with them. So it's like, I exclude less people. I can include more people and have a greater world than I could if I was only willing to work with or play with or be friends with people that I liked. Mm. That's, yep. (laughs) And thanks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for asking that question, Sarah, because I, it's funny too, who does it belong to? Because I went to like, oh, everyone's, everyone's talk, thinking about having a perfect day. And I was like, wait, hold on. There's something that we need to talk about. So thanks for pulling out that question for Shannon. Um, okay. So we're talking about creating. You just mentioned creating and including everyone in the creation. Can you talk a little bit, Shannon, about what does actions for futures mean to you? What, I'm, yeah. what like from inception well from inception i didn't get it it was something my dad started talking about and i was like oh what because i didn't used to have a future i was in such conclusion and such judgment and such point of view that like my whole world was like narrowing down into less and less and through using the tools of access like my perspective got way bigger and i was like oh like my choice actually does create my future i also got I think also to just getting older, I was able to see like, oh yeah, like I got enough vantage point to be like, oh yeah, when I chose that five years ago, it like led to this. So it's like I had enough like case studies under my belt to be like, oh yeah, I do have to create the future. Otherwise it's going to be like, it's not going to be great when I get there. So when Gary first started talking about actions for futures, it was like a great idea, sort of like receiving. I was like, that sounds like a nice idea. I don't really get it. But then over time, I start, he, he basically what he taught me, he was like, every choice you make today impacts the future. That means like it, impact, it can impact the future in a gener- generative way or a degenerative way. How many of you guys out there listening to this right now or who will listen to this later recognize that like you made some choice and it did lead to a restriction or a degeneration or a destruction or a problem And how many of you guys have also seen where you've made a choice that led to something greater or bigger in your life? And so this is like this, this, again, this is this physics of consciousness where we have to choose today. And a lot of people like, instead of recognizing that they're creating the future every day with every choice that they make, they try to come to conclusion about the right 
life and that the right picture and decide that this is like my life needs to narrow down into this like perfect picture rather than continuing to create like what actually works. Mm -hmm. So people's lives are essentially narrowing down into conclusion rather than expanding into greater possibility. And so actions for futures is this expansion into greater possibility and the empowering of recognizing that your choice actually matters. And it's, it's not the right conclusion that's going to work. It's the question that's going to create the possibility of the future. What action can you take today? What question can you ask of yourself that will change the future? And that is so, that at its very core is the most empowering thing ever. You, your choice affects, full stop. Do you claim and own that? Are you utilizing that as the superpower that it is, or are you avoiding it in favor of everything outside of you? You know, you being the effect of everything outside of you. So actions for futures is a very, it's very essence and core. It is the awareness that your choice creates. Isn't that liberating? It also brings up the the topic of the gift and the gift that we be like you were talking about. And so our choices are part of that gift. And thank you so much for tying that all in so beautifully. <laughs> Speaking I, of gifts though, would you be willing to talk about this, the secret Santa with force or futures? I think you're asking the wrong person because I actually don't know that much about it. I'm so Okay, well, what do you know? Cause we haven't asked anybody else. So what do you know? You can throw well, a couple bullet points. <laughs> you can get a tree. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, I think Sean came up, I think, so Sean Hart is this incredible guy who runs a lot of the like sort of access Kajabi websites. And if you go look at the Actions for Futures website, that's Sean sort of behind the scenes building those pages and stuff. Um, and he came to me, he was like, you know, Shannon, I got this idea, like, I, I got this like email to be a secret Santa. And I was like, I don't want to buy some cheap gift for somebody that they're going to forget about the next day. He's like, what if I could actually put that towards something, like a future I actually desired to have? And so he's like, what about the secret Santa thing? And I was like, Sean, I'm like, I have so much on my plate right now. I don't think I could do that. But he and Laura Simmons just built this beautiful thing. Actually, I'm going to go there. Hold, please. One moment. That's okay. I'm still, I'm still at the point where you say most people's lives are going into a narrowing. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> just like another note on that and, and I'll come back to the secret Santa thing, Sarah, because I, I do I, I do want to talk about that. It's um I realized at one point I looked around at nature and I realized that like as nature goes on, it gets greater and greater. Like and speaking of like I'm at the Grand Canyon right now and talk about giving you a perspective of whoa, like over time, like like the Grand Canyon dwarfs our lifetimes. You know, this has been hundreds of thousands of millions of years like in formation, and I'm like and I'm like worrying about my bank account tomorrow. It's like, so it makes me feel so insignificant and silly. That being said, I'm not saying bank accounts are insignificant. I love my bank account. Um, <laughs> but I realized that like nature over like nature's timeline is so much re is so much more real. And if even trees, like they get greater and greater and greater and greater and greater over time. And of course they didn't eventually will die and like regenerate back into the ecosystem. But I was looking at people and I was like, people tend to become like more and more restricted as they get older, not greater and greater and of themselves as they get older. And I was like, I don't really want that to be my life. So I did this like flip and I was like, okay, I'm going to go on this track where my actually become more and more of me and greater and greater, which has actually been working. But it means that 
I can't come to conclusion because as soon as I come to conclusion about me or what I want my life to be, or I judge like that what's showing up is right or wrong, then I stop getting greater. Then I start deteriorating into conclusion. And this is the physics of consciousness again. As soon as you come to conclusion, you're now in the en deteriorating energies. It's not even, this isn't even like conceptual. This is literal. As soon because energy can't, cannot conclude. So you're becoming unnatural when you go to conclusion and judgment. So that's the thing. It's like the ticket to greater is to come at a conclusion, but I know that's so huge. That's like, so the bedrock of so many people's universes talking about that's just like talking about pink unicorns flying outside right now. It's like, so good though. It's so good. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. And so, and I think a lot of people don't really, I think that there can be like a stuck place of like, what is a greater future? Because so few of us, I'm going to say this, it's not meant to be an insult. So few people think for themselves, this is not meant to be an insult. Sorry. I know that sounds offensive. Oh. And it's like, when you ask a question about like, what's a greater future, do you go into question and possibility or do you, do you tend to go into conclusion and point of view about what that greater future is or should be or can't be and no matter what you do it's no hope anyways and you know everywhere you already gave up will you destroy and uncreate that and right wrong good battle died pod talk shorts boys beyond recognize that your choice today actually does work like you can't come to conclusion you know you never really die energy never really ends so so <clears throat> the energy never ends i know when we say conclusion i think a lot of people are like no i didn't go to conclusion i just got the right answer and so <clears throat> when you say energy the energy never ends it's like a a true question is followed by another question if you're truly asking question there will be another generative question behind that um that you can ask like so can you speak a little bit about and it, i know this is like <laughs> so different and i'm so grateful yeah. to the other of these these merriment things but um would you be willing to talk a little bit about that for people who are just hearing this conversation about conclusion so there's answer and then there's possibility with a with another question available i actually think you guys titled this whole thing very apt the misfits because this what we're talking about is definitely a misfit for this reality what we're talking about does not fit it's like and that's the thing. We're not trying to make this fit. We are inviting to a completely different world of possibility that doesn't exclude this reality, but includes so much beyond this reality. Um, your question. I was just looking at where, where people could start to identify where they've stopped with a conclusion or if they've kept asking questions that has another another like oh this and then that and this and that. i think the easiest way to identify that would be like are you thinking if you're thinking you're concluding cool so what's beyond thinking you might ask <laughs> what's beyond thinking perceiving Damn. knowing perceiving knowing being and receiving <laughs> Good luck with that. It's like a fucking master's degree. I'm still discovering. It's it's like a master's degree in consciousness. And that's why I think this is such a big conversation. I, I didn't expect so, so much right off the get-go. But obviously, whoever is listening to this must want it because otherwise it wouldn't be coming out. So, yeah. And that's also the gift of your being, like being willing to go anywhere. So you said that right at the top when we started 
you know, we'll just see, we'll see where we go. We'll hear you open up a door woman. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You did say I'll follow your lead. So. <laughs> I did. You got, this is your guys's fault. <laughs> We're like, all right, let's go. Um, okay. So Shannon, what is your ask for 2021 or the future and the future? Wow. You know, I actually haven't asked myself that about 2021. That's an interesting one. The future. Oh, oh, yes. Actually, something that I'm doing right now, which is really cool, is <clears throat> those of you guys out there listening, I don't know if you've heard this before, but I'll state it. So sort of like the access mantra or ethos or banner. It's like all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. That's the master thesis of access. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And that's actually what all of access is for, is to get you to that all of life is ease and joyful and glorious. And so I, I've, I've recognized where I've been excluding ease, joy, and glory a lot in my life. And I've made different choices to prioritize ease, trust joy as a valid um, way of being in life. And I am my husband and I are going to Australia and it's been a really tough choice for us because Australia is doing this mandatory two week hotel quarantine. And to me, that feels like going to prison, which it kind of is for two weeks at a hotel. So, I mean, obviously it's like luxury prison, but you get no choice. Like you can't choose your room. You can't like upgrade. You can't like, it's like the, you just get what you get and that's that. And you can't go outside for two weeks. And so I'm like, I've had a challenge settling up to that because I'm a control freak and I want to choose my hotel room and I want to go outside, but I want to fucking go outside and da 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 da. So I had to get over all that. And I was talking to my dad. I was like, I need a pep talk. Like I'm having a really hard time dealing with like how to handle this. And he was like, well, I don't know. He's like, all of life comes through with ease and joy and glory. And I realized I had been putting conditions on what ease, joy and glory should look like. And it was this whole pro next level of ease, joy, and glory where I had to literally submit. I had to be vulnerable and like completely submit to the universe. I had to trust that I just have to trust. I can't control ease, joy, and glory any more than I can control, you know, reindeers flying. It's like I have to, I have got to really, my priority, my ask for 2021 is to receive even greater ease, joy, and glory beyond that, I, beyond where I ever thought I could receive or was possible. Love that. And as, as we do every time someone shares their, their ask on here is we go, I'll have that too. So our, our ask yeah. list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so grateful. <clears throat> um, Shannon, before we, before we do head off, can, um, is there anything that you would like to add or share with anybody here that is on in your awareness? Yeah. I mean, I, what can you receive more now? You know, like wherever you are, whatever's going on, whatever you're up against, whatever your ask or conclusion is to know that consciousness is around you. Consciousness is all around you. You're not alone. There is so much that's possible in the universe. And it's not, this doesn't, and, it, and it, that that's not a concept or an idea or a nice fairy tale. It's what right now, as you sit and listen to this today is possible for you. Yeah. And so what is actually calling you that you can turn towards <laughs> and receive? 
it's like I desire for everybody to actually have a sense of possibility in their own world. Like the more that you be you, the greater the whole universe will be. And like you matter. And wherever you are today listening to this, like, oh my God, like this was such a massive conversation. I don't even like, I don't know if it was helpful or hurtful for most people. Um, like I, yeah, I so desire for people to be happy. I think that's ultimately the thing. So like, what is it that you can receive more that's beyond your control <laughs> that might lead to something greater in the future. Thank you so much, Shannon, for choosing to be with us and spend this time when you could be walking the beauty uh, and magnitude of I will. The great I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thanks for coming on and just speaking so wonderfully and candidly and being Thank new. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so if you guys would like more of Shannon O'Hara and who would not, you could head over to her website, shannon-ohara.com and you can see all of her creations and what she's got coming up and just more, more of that ease, joy, glory. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the power of being you podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?